Welcome to Finding Emo, our podcast where we discuss our favorite albums from the early aughts and thereabouts. I'm Blake Fisher, joined by Chris Monier and Kyle Simmons. On this oops, uh, on this episode, can't talk today. I'm sorry. I say the same thing every episode, and I can't get it right. Blake already said it's been a long week, and it's Tuesday. So <laughs> it's Tuesday. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. Tuesday. Uh, on this episode, we're discussing Cartel's first album entitled Chroma. Chris is going to tell us about it. Chris, let's do it. First album, not first EP. I would like to, you know, yeah, full, first full right. EP's not album. an album. No, no, right, right. I, right. Just in case there's any cartels, uh, people, members of the cartel, which is what Every... they call their fan club. <laughs> is that really what they call? I don't want. No, no, I don't want problems with either. That would be a poor choice. <laughs> That'd be a bad. I idea. have enemies in the cartel. You know, the band cartel. Andy's my enemy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, this sounds like uh, a I, good. I way actually to need to know right now what their fans <laughs> go by. <laughs> we're gonna have to look well, that we up just now decided. it's yeah. gotta be yeah the cartel i mean that seems like what you have to do and then there's gonna be some sort of miscommunication this is the setup for like a, a comedy movie for sure where they actually run into the real mexican cartel or something and uh have a problem that'd be fun anyway we distracted you <laughs> go on chris yes. no no i distracted myself but bam was formed in august 2003 in hotlanta georgia um, 2004, they played a music conference and caught the ear of one Rory Felton. Hi, Rory, if you're listening, we go way back from the Militia Group, um, and they re-released the EP. Um, uh, the I believe it was called the Lucky Street EP. Is that what it was called? Good, Lucky Street EP. Good question. I think that's right. Ransom EP. Ransom, ransom. EP. No, I remember because it had the ransom, like it had like the letters. You oh, know, yeah. people used to cut out um, for kidnapping. Yeah, because there's no um, way fingerprints are on those if you do that. Well, yeah, when you have to do that anymore, you, you just have gloves. You wear gloves. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Now you just type it. Uh, right. Just new, you just splash a little Times New Roman courier, maybe some comic sans in there. You yeah. just do it with a with word. Yeah. Um they recorded an album. I uh, sorry, recorded a demo of the song Honestly as a trial thing with um Zach Odom and Kenneth Mount as they were looking for producers uh, for the debut. They liked what they heard. Um, so they kept working on songs throughout the summer of two thousand four. Uh, lots of new riffs. Uh, they planned out all the songs, went in to record, but there was, um, you know, kind of a lot of pressure um, that uh, got added by the fact that one of their members got uh, asked to leave. I think uh, Andy Lee, who we actually met one time, um, and he played his this album in his car. It's um, your fault. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry guys. Sorry the cartel. <laughs> Sorry the cartel. Oh uh, yeah. We, yeah, we were literally in the, we were in the car with him. It's like I don't think you need these guys, man. You've got all the riffs. Um, you don't need them. Um, <laughs> that is not true, by the way. That did not That's happen. Just we did meet Andy, but the rest clarification. Of the we did not. <laughs> we didn't break, break up, up any member of cartel. Um. They recorded at uh, Tree Sound Studios in Atlanta over the course of eight crazy nights. <laughs> hey, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's a good album for, for being recorded for eight, eight days. days. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Will uh, definitely, Will the lead singer, Will Pugh, said uh, they didn't have a lot of time. And he said the process was really strained and filled with a lot of stress, um, even though it was a huge step up from their EP. And boy, howdy, you can really hear it. The This album was released the same day. I, I thought this was interesting as... Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star, Volume 1 by Cohen and Cambria. And one week before, um, Hinder, Extreme Behavior, and Panic oh, at the Disco, Fever, You Can't right. Sweat Out. 
just that's just two weeks in 2005 that that, those three albums all came out this crazy time for music guys um so uh yeah just lots of hits slamming the radio um they later signed you you, uh, they later signed to um epic records epic liked what they heard and um kind of you know so militia and i believe these talks were already kind of starting when the album was made yeah Um, so even though militia put it out we were all hearing whispers and rumors that um they were going to get picked up by a major um and then you know some of the trouble with the major label uh was that they they did not really push this record very hard they had the one single honestly which was huge Uh, if you remember at the time it was playing on mtv it was playing on fuse you walk into american eagle you'd see will pew's face singing at you it was a huge song and there was lots there were lots of singles on this record that could have been singles um but the band uh, got approached by MTV to do band in the bubble and the label decided like, Hey, we're just, we're, we're going for it. This is what we're doing. Um, so it really didn't get pushed as hard as it probably should have. Um, and years later, the band has looked back and said, you know, some A and R folks were, um, getting let go and, um, our record was getting changed hands a bit. So, um, even though it was, a big record and um you know sold by, by 2009 had sold over 250,000 copies um wow. it, it it yeah not bad um but it probably could have been a lot bigger if it had the right push yeah i read that they were like just did not want to put out a second single and they sort of theorized that anytime you pick up an album like a label would pick up an album without having had anything to do with its creation they just didn't yeah. care they wanted yeah. them to move on to the next thing which is, right. you know, fine, except that you just bought this record. So, like, why not right. just put another single out? There's not that much effort there. I mean, I realize it does cost some money and stuff, but it's not, like, throw it out there. See if it sticks. It probably would have stuck, um, and they would have made a lot more money off the record that they paid for anyway. It just doesn't make uh, right. any sense to me. Like, I don't understand the economics of... Um, it'd be different if it was like, hey, this album is five years old and we need a new album. It was, But it was like... They just put out one single and the plan was to have other ones and they made him reshoot the video, just their right. performance part of it and all sorts of weird stuff too. And, um, yeah. they spent 20 grand on that. Um, right. And their joke was that it was a $20,000 haircut. Cause the only difference in it is like, he's got, Will's got different hair in it. So, right. Like, well, and also that he looked, I guess they looked pretty, uh, beat up and tired from, touring and sleeping on couches during the first video (laughs) yeah so it's just kind of funny to me i why not throw it out there just see what happens but i don't know yep i'm obviously not Uh, in charge of of the label what what else but uh, you know more or less chrome is a a great mix of you um what folks said about the record was is a good mixture of pop rock indie emo um, it's an amalgamation of every great sound in the alternative scene. Another folk, uh, another reviewer said, um, and, uh, with honest, honestly, uh, the band established their mix of kind of guitar riffs with, uh, their bouncy pop punk stuff. You can definitely hear their influences. Um, I'm sure, uh, Kyle will mention one of their influences a time or two, cause it's one of Kyle's favorite bands. Um, and then, yeah, they, that was that was the record, you know. It, the story's not too long because they they moved on to the band of the bubble, and this record kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Although it was it was an enormous record at the time. I, I know everyone in our scene had picked it up and, and and listened to it. So, are you telling the story? The story? 
Which story? The story about how this album leaked. <laughs> I don't that, remember. Wasn't that this album? Okay. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. This is, I, uh, okay. I'm sorry. Am okay. I just, am I having I a, saw, I'm 40 years old. I'm, I'm I see old the man. wink. I yeah. see the wink. Move on. <laughs> no, okay. no, there's no wink. No, there's no, no wink. wink. <laughs> Wait, no, it's I mean, okay, this, Chris. Blink this is the album twice. Kyle leaked, right? This is the album Kyle leaked. Isn't it? No way. Yes, it awesome. is. Wow. Yes, this was it. R- real quick, not this Kyle. No, sorry. Oh, not, yeah, right, right, right. Sorry. Not Kyle Simmons. Okay, if I'm wrong about this, Tell me I'm wrong. I thought it was Cartel because uh, our buddy Kyle, not Simmons, but Kyle Shaline, who used to be in Minutes Too Far, the band Chris and I were in, <laughs> in between the times I was in it, was working at Militia. Are you going to bleep he wor- his name after this? No. I'm going to leave it in there because <laughs> everyone knows this already. So, so he's working at Militia. I don't Militia. remember this story. I, I mean, I... It was... I'm pretty sure it was this album. It has to be. Yeah. And so he was working there. They made like copy proof CDs to send out to for press for it to make sure it didn't get on the internet. And he like convinced someone, of course, because he's that kind of smooth talker, kind of like Kyle Simmons here. I feel like he's a little <laughs> bit like that too, uh, to give it to him in a way that he could get onto his iPod or whatever. And he played it for us when we were out in California in the van. I remember all this. <laughs> I remember all this. I remember yes, all this. Okay. he played it for us before it came out and we did we just thought he was allowed to have it. Like we didn't have yeah. any idea that he had like taken a copy and put it on his computer without the label's permission. <laughs> and then so we're like, yeah, it's awesome. Great. Like we're excited about it cuz we we kind of knew, I mean, Chris mentioned like uh you'd met we we were supposed to take them on like a tour before they did this album, right? I mean, when That's just right. the EP yeah. was out and it didn't work we out cuz we yeah. We had to cancel a tour because we were like, I don't know, it was like the worst tour ever. And uh, and then they started blowing up. But yeah, so we heard it. We were like, oh, this is awesome. And then like a few days later, we're back home and like you get a call from Rory, <laughs> the owner of Militia, who's like, hey, have you heard like, you're like, yeah, I heard it. Kyle played it for me. Like you have no idea. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't remember this at all. And this he is was crazy. Like, and he was like, yeah, it. Le- I mean, we can tell it leaked from Oklahoma. Like they could tell via the IP addresses that this thing had like, er- the leak of it had originated in Oklahoma City because Kyle gave it to all of his br- all of his buddies. Of course, of course. And you know they had to like sue him, sort of. I mean, I think just because Eesh. they had to do it, otherwise the band could sue them kind of thing yeah uh so i mean if i've got that wrong i don't think i do i know it was a militia group label i mean that all sounds familiar and that's got to be the biggest one they released in 2005 right i mean they didn't have another that kyle would have been into this was the album for them yeah Yeah. so uh yeah so you know we were not responsible like i said we had no idea that he had done that (laughs) so anyway sorry again cartel they might they might not know that story i'm i don't think they're listening but oh boy if they do they now know no they probably do know that how could they not um anyway yeah pieces of that sound familiar i must have blocked that trauma out man which is hilarious because we i mean because that would have been well that would have been terrible we were always trying so hard to get militia group to like us so that would have devastated me to be that even to have that phone call so yeah i think your brain is protecting you from yeah exactly from that traumatic experience (laughs) oh yeah i remember no because it was right he played it for us right before we had that like knockdown drag out fight in the street in california that one time (laughs) oh that's more trauma oh gosh yes (laughs) that's probably the other reason it was that That same sounds 
That's right. We had that huge fight about, and we were about to play for all those labels, and we were all pissed at each other right before we played for a bunch of majors. God dang it, 20-year-old Chris. <laughs> Stupid idiot. It was Just dumb. drop it. It was dumb. We could Anyway, that's the story of how we are loosely related to um, you know, someone that leaked the album. So, uh, anyways, very Ta-da. good album. We were impressed with it. So, let's that's a good segue into first impressions. Chris has blocked his first impression out. So, let's go to Kyle. <laughs> um, okay. So, I I have a bit a bit of a confession to make. I am not a huge cartel fan. And that's here's fine. the thing. I mean, it's not it's it's not because I think they're bad or any any other thing. Like I am a huge yellow card fan, and this band at times to me sounds like ye- yellow card. I think that's fair. Yeah, not not as awesome as I think yellow card is. And so I agree. like, and, and so I think I think like. Uh, I, I don't think I just ever gave them maybe the attention that they deserved. And I remember hearing, uh, I do remember hearing the single and I do remember the hype be- and you guys were talking about uh, militia group. I think this was kind of the first band that was really picking up steam since uh, acceptance got picked up. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, what the year I before think, was that three? No, 2000, 2000 well, 2003 was black lines. Uh, in in ba- 2004 was and, Battlefields. Um, yeah. and then 2004 they got picked up by Columbia. Is yeah. that right? I think it was Columbia. And so yeah. yeah, so like this is this is like the next big thing uh, from them. And and I'm probably totally wrong. I'm just saying from what I remember, this was the next big thing, and everyone was buzzing about Cartel. Um, and honestly, initially it was the it was the voice. He's got a really powerful voice, but he's got that vibrato, and it just doesn't hit me exactly right all the time it's not great on this it, album it's not yeah. the yeah. production didn't do him favors because it's this, way yeah. <laughs> better on the next couple albums way and, and i'll better. tell and and i agree and i agree with you we talked on the snack last week like i'm like hey cycles is coming out which when did you go to that show already chris uh tomorrow night tomorrow okay I'm anxious to see if, if that vinyl's there. Anyway, so for this oh, record... Right. I need to remember to get there early. Thank you. <laughs> for, for this record, for me, the first time that I listened to it, um, like all the hype coming up to it, I wasn't super into. I was into the single, and f- uh, like my first impression on this whole record, uh, and spoiler alert, it's probably still my lasting impression, is that it's kind of... I I think this record is is kind of like two records. Uh, you have the front half of this record and the back half of this record. And um, I'm super into the front half of this record. And that's yeah, I think that's, and I, that's why I leaked it. I think, <laughs> sorry, different Kyle. Again, disclaimer, not the same Kyle. Um, yeah. Okay. So mine is pretty similar. I, I liked it and I was, um, it was impressive. Like I thought it was impressive, especially like I said, eight days. That's pretty impressive. Oh, I had no clue of, of that. That is impressive. Uh, we did an EP in nine days, five songs, yeah. and you were stressed the f and out. And that I'm was sure. hard. And we had a tenth yeah. day book just in case, and we didn't have to use it. But like getting, and we we had plenty of time to do everything we wanted to. To be fair, and we were trying to also not do any pitch or time correction specifically on this EP. So because uh, everyone else was kind of doing that. 
I can tell they definitely took that route of let's just get one take and then pitch correct the crap out of it. Yeah. Um, because that's all they had time to do. I mean, this is a 12 song album, right? In eight days. That's ambitious. You've got to do a song and a quarter or whatever. I mean, that's our song and a half or whatever. That's insane. And, um, Poor drummer, uh, dude, laying down those first. Everybody just staring at them with their arms but, crossed, tapping their toes. Yeah, but that's why everything kind of sounds on, the dude. same is because they had one, you know, they probably right. barely dialed in new guitar sounds. It was probably like, look, with the rhythm guitarist is going to play all 12 of these songs in a row. Um, or maybe that's not how they do it. But, I mean, I, I just assume eight days, that is quick. Um, and oh, yeah. so... That's nauseating. Considering it's eight days, it sounds. I think it sounds pretty good. But I mean, I wish they would have given them sixteen days. Like I don't know, even (laughs) even that would be breakneck speed. But my goodness, like give the dudes at least one song a day and then four extra days. Like that seems reasonable for a full length twelve song album. One of the songs is nine minutes long too. So oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's really two or three songs. Uh, So well, and and also to be fair. Like that nine minute song is prefaced with another song that goes right into it. Right. And arguably the one before it bleeds into yeah. it. So it's like, you know, 15, 16 minutes. Yeah. Of, I mean, tape wise, a, it's a, it's yeah. not even like a general punk album. The whole thing is like, I, I guess, I guess Spotify doesn't show the total album um, length on here, but, uh, you know, it's that's pretty you. long for a lot of those. Back then, it was 57 like fifty-seven minutes. Fifty-seven minutes is pretty long yeah. for like a yeah. pop, pop. Right? I mean, keep in mind, like Weezer's Green album is twenty-seven minutes long, yep, <laughs> and ten songs. So, yeah, I, I I felt a lot of the same things, Kyle. I I liked it, and I also felt like it could have been better. And I, you know, also spoiler alert, I do think they were way better as a band. Like, just even the next album. You know, yeah. Uh, totally. To me, it was just like night and day almost. Although I, yeah. I like this. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. So my first impressions were, yeah, it's, it's good. It's got some good melodies. I could see like the potential in like, uh, and it was good. I listened to it a lot back then. Um, I did like it quite a bit. I, you know, not, not. I'm with you. Like, yeah, it sounds a little like influenced by Yellow Card, but yeah, Yellow Card. I loved, although at the time they came out with their kind of worst album, right? In 2005 when Lights and Sounds <laughs> came out. Uh, so maybe this was filling a little bit of that void, but um, yeah, I think it's a good first album. I think that if it wouldn't have been, it did kind of blow up and there was a lot of hype around them. I think if that wouldn't have been there, maybe there wouldn't have been as high of an expectation. But to me, if you got that much hype around a band from an EP, give them a little bit more time or budget no, or something dude. find a way militia to make it work um, it, it, militia wasn't known for giving new no, like pretty money. low budget which is fine i mean they're a little yeah indie. they're a they small gotta, label that's what they gotta do um and i don't blame that but i just think of the i mean i don't think any of their stuff was probably super high budget um we know some of the budgets i mean but like the difference is let go he, jamie did that himself you know right. so the budget was like they bought a van with the budget and right. recorded it all themselves, and it sounds great. And like Rocket Summer is kind of the same thing. He did all that production, himself, although he had he did it with um, another producer too on that second one that was did he? bigger. Oh, that's right. Oh, so oh, Tim, Tim, what's oh, his the, name? Um, not the one with the uh, p- painting of the drums. No, Hello, Good Friend is yeah. just yeah. all him. The next one is him, and also um, Tim. What's his name? What's the guy's name? In 
has done other stuff. I can't remember. Anyway. Tim O'Hare? Yeah, is that him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think in those situations where one guy is doing a lot, you know, that's maybe a little easier or something, and he's doing some of the production and stuff too. Um, yeah. So I wish they would have given him more than eight days for sure, because that's crazy. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, you guys want to, or Chris, I mean, do you have first impressions uh, that you remember oh, yeah. of the album? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I think I was a huge, I was really into, like, what the Militia Group was doing, and I was rooting for them 100%. And this was really exciting, because a lot of the records that had come out of Militia Group were, like, uh, all the bones of, like, good bands and songs were there, but it just, the dots weren't getting connected, with the exception of Copeland. Um, I, I just, I wasn't into it, but I, I really liked all the people that worked there. And this album was just like, bam, like poppy, really good hooks. Um, it sounded awesome. And cartel had kind of a cute story about how they'd gotten together and, um, you know, they'd sent their EP to Jason Tate at absolute punk with a handwritten note talking about how much they liked his website and all this stuff. And so I, you know, I, I, I definitely wanted this album to be good and it, it met my expectations. It didn't blow me away. Um, I wouldn't say that it got into a regular rotation, though, of being listened to. I think I listened to it a few times, and, eh, you know, it, it kind of just got moved to the back burner. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't in the regular rotation of the six-disc changer in the Maxima. In the old Maxima. That was a good one. Did you still have the Maxima in 2005? Oh, no, I think no, it you moved had a on. Van uh, sorry, Caprice, probably. the Caprice, the Caprice, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Militia Group, I'm the same way, Chris. I liked Militia just because I thought they had – I think Rory had a good pop sensibility of Absolutely. signing bands that had good melodies, like primarily. And then like genre wise, it wasn't as pigeonholed as right. I felt like Vagrant or. Yeah. And Vagrant, what, I, pigeonholed right. is not great. Like, but I mean, there was a sound. There was a Vagrant sound. There was a Vagrant sound. There was certainly like a Victory sound, Tooth and oh, Nail yeah. sound. Like all these labels had like a real distinct thing. And Militia kind of had it. But I feel like it was mostly like, hey, we like melodies. Like that was a lot of the bands, which is why probably out of all those labels, it's like probably Vagrant and Militia that have the most bands on them at some point that I liked. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was excited about it and it was right up my alley. So I uh, I, it sounds like I probably listened to it more back back in the day than than you Mm -hmm. two did. And that's fine. Um, I was going to say, to be fair to Tooth and Nail. The reason they had a sound is probably because Aaron Sprinkle did all of their records. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, he had like one guy uh, cranking him out. It was like, I mean, but to, I mean, that's what they did at Motown too. It's yeah, a, right, that's a yeah. fine formula. It's the same yeah. band on all that. Oh, stuff. and also Aaron Sprinkle's awesome. So yeah, right, just, right. No, no. Yeah, not, but not nothing disparaging no about that. But it does tend to make all bands have a the same. Yeah, timber. <laughs> They're all yeah. produced in the same a little bit. room with the same equipment with the same dude. Hey, Chris. Yep. Fun fact: I'm I'm on uh, Militia Group's Wikipedia page, and former artist uh, Man Alive, active currently on band recordings, <laughs> is what Wikipedia nice. says. Good for them. I don't think that's true, though. But uh, I don't either. That that uh, label j- does not exist dude, anymore. J- uh, John. Uh, hit me up on Instagram if you're listening, John. And he, because I said something about the podcast, and he was like, "Hey, what is what's your podcast all about?" And it made me think even more. We need to do their record. Oh yeah, let's do yeah. it. Okay. Um. So Side yeah, quest. That, Side that's quest. definitely one of those. Man, if you haven't heard Man Alive, it's Listen my Alive. favorite Militia Group record. Probably, I'm pretty sure it's really one of my favorite albums from that genre. And just it is a shame that fewer people know about that band because Open Surgery is a fantastic album. We will do it at some point. Uh, buddies of ours, and it was fantastic. It's one of the best records 
Israeli punk rock band. Uh, they were awesome. So anyway, let's get to track by track. Uh, that was a longer like first impressions than we've done in a long time. I, guys, I, I feel mean, like we had to a be lot fair, to say. I think, we're, I think we'll go through track by track pretty quick. I think you're probably right. Yeah, I think that's... <laughs> we, yeah, we, say, we, we front-loaded this I one. Yeah. Oh, okay, so uh, by the way, here's, here's my like lead-in to track by track, because I think this is a fair thing. I really dug into some like magazine articles and stuff like that and some interviews with Will, because I kind of felt a little guilty about some of the things I was going to say. And then <laughs> I found... Like, <laughs> You know, just because I, it's like I wanted to find the right yeah. balance between like. There's a lot of stuff about this record and a lot of interviews with them. Normally we These don't. These guys, yeah. yeah. They really were. This there is, was it a. It was not hard to find uh, no. good articles with them talking about making this record. Right. And, uh, and, you know, he specifically, this was a 10 year anniversary interview kind of thing. And so they were doing the album front to back for like a few shows or whatever. And, um, and so the interview was kind of about that. And he was like, you know, these are the, some of the first songs I ever wrote. And right. I, even on stage, would be like rolling my own eyes at my own lyrics that I wrote a decade ago. Because, they're, you know, he was like, am I really going to say this? I guess so. I mean, we're doing the whole album. And so, you know, to see him, to see the article about him kind of going like, yeah, some of these lyrics are pretty bad. <laughs> and they were hard for me to even sing in that 10 year anniversary show made me go, okay, I feel a little less bad about some of the lyrics I'm going to make fun of because all right, they're not, you know, but it's their first album. I'm not going to like begrudge them. How old was he? I mean, he's younger than we are. Right, Chris? Uh, I didn't look that I up. Don't know. That sounds right though. You know, they, um, they're probably like 19 or 20 or something like that. It's not, you know, like it's uh, May f- Will f- Will Pugh May fourth birthday. How Are about you kidding that? me? What? <laughs> yeah, not not the same year as us, but uh, May fourth, nineteen eighty two, according to. Okay, so he's he's a year older than me still. Okay, so he's he was my age, but that in you know in two thousand five, that's still you're still a young whippersnapper. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, the rest of the guys are born in eighty two. Yeah, like me and Kyle. Man, yeah. May fourth, another May fourth birthday. Birthday buddies. You guys are taking over the world. Um, yep. I guess there's well, a one please be our friend after the terrible yes, things we're birthday. about to say. Hey, no, I've got, no, a lot. I've got some good things to say. I really like this. But no, album. I have. To, I have. To, I've got some zingers in here. I've got them highlighted and asterisks. <laughs> They're just zingers, but we lo- <laughs> we do zingers. like the album. Okay, here we go. Let's go. Even, tra- even though Kyle leaked it. <laughs> here we go. Track one. Say anything else. <laughs> Kyle, what is your uh, opinion on the first track of this album? Well, I enjoy the clip that you played. I love that little halftime part. I love. I actually, I like the snare sound just because that was a snare sound at the time, and it just it's it yeah, it sounds awesome. Um, I really like this one, and and I do his his voice on this record doesn't hit me quite right. It's a little bit, um, 
I can't think of the right word. It's not quite nasally, but there's something about it, right? I um, think it's the honestly. Tuning. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, but what's we- okay? So what's weird is, and we can talk about this as it goes on later. His vibrato is so pronounced. <laughs> it's so there that like the stacked vocals, the gang vocals with him singing drives me crazy on this record like why would you put a front man with such a distinct voice in that room with everybody else to do gang vocals anyway we can get to that later uh and actually while i'm on a side tangent i'm gonna go ahead and shout out (laughs) shout out another (laughs) an oklahoma band you guys remember after eight that became capital lights no his voice his his voice is very similar to this uh and i was a big fan of theirs and so if you like cartel you should check them out anyway really like this song um and yeah i think it's awesome i can't believe did we did we find out do they have three guitarists or not yeah Uh, i mean i mean recorded that seems unbelievable to me (laughs) It, it's it's an odd choice. Yes, yeah, because I don't hear here. three guitar parts on most no, things no, here. But I again, definitely don't hear three guitar they parts. probably didn't have any time. Four... Right, right. Just they... stack it, baby. <laughs> the, well, so they were a four yeah. piece on the EP, or or well, I don't know about the EP. Hold on, let me let me. I'll, I'll check this out while while you uh, talk about this song. Blake. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I like it. I think it's a first a good first opening track. It was supposed to be the second single. Um, yep. And, you know, I think that was the plan in like recording and kind of the militia group release. And then when Epic picked it up, they that's when they kind of dropped and said, no, we're not going to do another single on this. But I think this is, uh, would be a great single. I think it would work. Maybe, Absolutely. you know, you'd probably like cut that bridge kind of thing up a little bit. Wouldn't have that much uh, non singing in the middle of a single, but. They do that all the time. I like it. I think it's a good first song. You know, yeah. <laughs> Chris, where are you at with it? I, I, I agree with you that, that, that sometimes the, the, the I would look at the this is definitely one of the songs where like even that clip that I shared for you, I was like, this is too much. You guys, this is a lot of nonsense between good things. Um, I mean, I like but, it. I'm fine with it. No, I but, like every yeah. piece individually, but it, it, it the there just wasn't enough room for the hooks. But that, it, that's, it's a small criticism. I mean, like for a young songwriter, it's a pretty common mistake to make. Um, yes, there are three guitarists that, that is confirmed. Um, Will plays guitar, <laughs> Joseph plays guitar, Nick plays guitar, Kevin plays drums, and then Ryan plays bass. So this band is three guitars. So bass, suck it, drum. every other band in the world with two guitars. <laughs> it does sound like they played all the same parts, though. Um, it totally right, right. Most of this <laughs> three different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, I I also like the little record intro thing it's a nice yeah. little touch i like that they did that and then they do it on the uh you know about six songs in that you hear the record flip i thought that was cool the only um, thing that's weird about the record thing is why does everyone always make it lo-fi and scratchy it yeah you why know just one or the other yeah because i feel like you could go record and just thin it out a little bit but it doesn't have to be yeah, right. lo-fi uh i don't know yeah. i just feel like people put those two things together but i'm like no i like to listen to records because it sounds good like i mean Maybe. Right, that's true. I guess we, we're supposed to think yeah. this is a really Six. old record, but I mean, again, you've got they probably threw one effect on it to get that. I don't think they tweaked it a lot. If you had to do the whole thing in eight days, did they just? Rec- I bet surely they didn't get it mixed in that time. No, they no, just no. Recorded it was just the recording. Days. Yeah, yeah. That's still um, pretty impressive. And I, I, something I did pick up, I, I I danced around a little bit between the militia group version and. 
the epic version. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely in this song more than any other song. I noticed. I feel like I noticed the compression more. Oh, I'm sure um, they remixed they, the yeah. two that they right. thought were going to be singles. Yeah. Oh, is that what yeah, it, they, pro- oh, that they, makes pro- perfect they probably sense. put okay, another twenty like, grand into <laughs> remixing this song? Because I was, I did, but this song specific, I was like, man, I really hear, it, especially on that snare, like it just, I, I'm like, man, they really tuned up that, yeah. that you know, that compression in the Pro Tools. No, I mean, I would um, all but guarantee that they remixed this and the next track, and that's it. Yeah, and um, um, lot they did a lot then, back then. Right, right. They probably uh, do but, it now um, too. It, it sounds better than the most group version, though. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. sounds different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sounds better. And then, dude, I, I'm, we've talked we talked about this a lot with Blink-22, but I love when they when, when we dance between the songs with like a fade-out, fade-in, and they do that mm-hmm. a lot on this record. And this is, yeah, this where is they actually a, blend nice them touch. together. Yeah. Yeah, the outro, kind of honestly. A, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's uh, let's go to that track, too, honestly. Chris Monier is air drumming. Uh, not that you can see it because this is a podcast, but uh, that means he gets to go next. He could just air drum all the time and always get to go first. But uh, anyway, Chris, yeah, what are your thoughts on Honestly, the first single and the second track? I dig this song. What a great, this is a great, great freaking song. They wrote an amazing song and you could barely hear it on the fade out there, but that the intro guitar riff, that yep. very mature song, um, really cool riffs. Spade's got some riffs. Um, it, it's, uh, it moves really nicely. Um, the, the, uh, I, I'll see you, I'll see you around. Great line. It, you know, it's got, it's just like a nice little line that you can repeat back and everybody can sing along with you. Um, and the swell and the bass drop into the bridge. I, I it, that's hot. It is hot. It's a hot, hot. tamale, man. Hot. Hence it being I, a first I, single. I like it. Oh, it absolutely does. It's got just a, uh, what do you call it, Kyle? Candy? That's got a little candy there in the bridge. Like, yeah, I, I like And it. by the way, duh, that Militia Group has the first two singles, track one and two. <laughs> they all, every Militia Group album had at least the first two songs freaking rocked. I mean, like, yeah. pretty much without fail. Even if the rest of the record maybe wasn't very good, the first two tracks were always great on a Militia Group record. Um, yeah, so I guess. Oh, and, and yeah. one more note. Sorry, yeah. uh, one more note. Uh, the band claims to have maybe been they, – they claim to invent the selfie, but the, the video features people taking pictures of themselves with – like the cameras that were we had back then, which were these big digital cameras. So, Have we not um, talked about this? But Didn't Paris Hilton try to claim that she invented it too? And then people – and then the <laughs> internet – look that up. It's hilarious. It's like – we'll have to find the Reddit thread. I'm sure it exists uh, and, and link it in the show notes. She claimed to invent this, have invented the selfie, and basically everyone on Twitter just was posting pictures of like – you know, people in the 1990s and 1980s and right, 1920s right. taking pictures, uh, self f- photographs kind of thing or self portrait, I guess. Uh, and so it's pretty funny. They kind of dragged her for it. Um, yeah, I think that's, I mean, whatever. Yeah, we've all done this, but you're right. Uh, yeah. doing, we, Chris and I had the benefit of being really good friends with our, our, one of our best friends is a photographer. So she always had a DSLR in her purse. 
And so yeah, the pictures from our twenties are great because they were taken with right. a great digital camera. And she, you and know, a we great were doing, photographer and a great photographer. But I mean, at arm's length, selfie style most of the time. Um, yeah. But yeah, my like Apple TV slideshow is full of these wonderful pictures, uh, while oh, everyone else's are these true. crappy cell phone pictures. Um, or crappy digital cameras with your eyes glowing like a demon uh, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, the benefit of having the the old DSLR. Uh, yeah, and like I said, they reshot the video, just the performance part. And Epic was like, oh, we need you to look a little... And you know, it's kind of weird. Um, again, $20,000. Why not just put that into promoting another single? I don't know. Right. What are you yeah. going to do? Uh, Kyle... Oh, yeah, Kyle, thoughts? Honestly. Um. I, I think this song rocks, and my favorite thing about it, this is really weird, and all the 80s kids will know this. This is a this song is a kindred spirit. The intro with the guitar parts going nuts, like all the syncopated parts, it reminds me of the freaking theme song to Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh my God, you're right. I can hear that a little bit. Alvin, Simon, Theodore, do, 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 do. Oh my God, that is crazy. Yeah, like it's it's got that vibe, and so I I loved it from the moment I heard it. It was like that's so awesome. Um, and and now I will say the bridge is excellent on this song, but I actually think bridges are their weakness on this record. I agree, Kyle. Completely, I totally agree. They're all uh, not dialed in, phoned in. Uh, (laughs) Like this is the strongest on the record. And actually, I would say that's why I wanted to call it out. I was like, I'm not gonna be doing this again. Yeah, not yellow card because yellow card. Brian actually, Key is fantastic at doing bridges. They, and this is the opposite. I, I would say, I would say that the part of this song that does remind me of the other bridges on this record is is that I do think that that like uh, never be the same like lazy little pre-chorus is a little is a little weird. But also, I get it. Get right, you know, get to the good stuff. Um, I I do also think that the line. Um, what is it? Uh, oh gosh, I had it. Oh, I'm so set on the rest of my life being a part of you. I'm like what? It's not. It's not <laughs> great poetry. Um, what are you but, talking hey, about? Sweet story though. So I guess while they're out on tour, his gr- he comes back right, to right. his like kind of girl he's dating or whatever, and she's dating someone else. You know, I'm. I don't oh. know. This sounds like casually ish or something like that. I don't think it maybe yeah. very super serious yet or anything like that. So in this interview, he's like, I was like, yeah, I'm coming off the road and I'm going to see you for the first time. And then her dating someone else started happening and it affected me a lot more than I thought. It just ate me, ate at me so hard. <laughs> so that's basically where honestly came from. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do or how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to get you back. And he points out that the subject of the song is now his wife. And so the song oh, works. Hey, and uh, you know what? at the time, I am the fan was, of that. This is a decade after the record came out, so this is 2015. He said, we've been married for seven years uh, in a couple weeks. So uh, that's a fun ending to the, a story. Yeah, you write a song awesome. about a girl to get her back and get her back and marry her. That's and awesome. it worked. Yeah. Uh, so, I once saw Maroon 5 and um, Adam... Uh, Levine? <laughs> Adam Levine said, I wrote this song to uh, get a girl in bed, and it worked. And then he started playing the song. <laughs> So this this was a much nicer story. This is a that. much nicer story. <laughs> I mean, does Adam Levine even have to write some of a song to? I mean, well, that dude looks good like, with a shirt quit, off. Quit bragging, yeah. dude. Come on, <laughs> guy's a handsome fella. I don't think he needs yeah. to write 
And he does write some good songs, but um, okay, let's go to track three, Runaway. Let the record show. That's the first time I've heard three distinct guitars on this record. That no, that, I, I, I wanted to, to point yeah, that out. That's a good. That's a good clip, uh, Chris, yeah. Kyle. What are your thoughts on uh, "Runaway"? Uh, I, lo- I love the solo. Uh, I I will say that even though you guys know I freaking love the the halftime trick. Uh, we are three songs in, and we are three for three. <laughs> no, that's but that's exactly your your right, Kyle. Like it, this album is kind of a sparkler, in my opinion, yeah. in the sense that like it yeah. kind of burns bright, but then you realize oh, they're kind of doing some of the same things over and over again. And I feel like, like I said, eight freaking days, guys. Like you don't right, have a lot right. of time well, to experiment and, and, with stuff. And new band, so honing new band. the sound, yeah. right? Right. Yeah, they're they're figuring it um, out. But you're right; it is kind of. Um, I remember I watched, um, I tried to start watching The Blacklist one time because everyone was talking about that show. But, you know, it was <laughs> it was right in that weird time where, you know, most stuff you were watching on TV, but streaming had kind of just started. So you could start, you could binge watch on Netflix or whatever. And in the first three episodes, the same character got shot in every one of the first three episodes. And I was like, like no. guys, this is just not <laughs> realistic. Right. Like, you won't be a whole person by the time this is done. Well, and not to mention, it's like, <laughs> what, is 72 hours passed? Or, I mean, how long has passed in this timeline of this show? And this feels kind of like that. It's kind of like, wait a minute, guys, we can't just keep, oh, yeah, we're going to, I guess, keep doing that. But I do love this song. I think it's really good. Yeah, it, it is a great song. It's just, um, I'm noticing, I'm just, at this point in the record, I'm noticing the the patterns. And, uh, but also there's some like weird, I don't know if it's the the inflection in his voice. The And, and also, I do need to say, Will has a great voice. Yeah, I don't the, necessarily love pipes. the way that it, yeah, he does. I don't necessarily love the way that it sounds on this record. I don't think um, it's his fault but, though. I really, I don't yeah, you listen to the other I, albums and I, I he just sounds that. so much better. Mm-hmm. And it's not an overproduction um, on the other ones. It's better performances, I think. And just yeah. better, um, not being lazy about it. They had to be lazy about it cause they had no time. But like, I think well, I, I really like do like, I don't voice. know if it's in, if it's his inflection or not, but I feel like there's even like vocal timing issues on this one. It's, it's just a little weird. So anyway, Chris, what are your thoughts on it? I like the song. We like the song. Yeah. Chris, I like the song. It's a good song. Um, I like the, the extra little movement they added on the second verse to keep things interesting. Um, but I, I I am, I completely agree with you guys that by this one, I'm kind of, yo, I'm picking up on the newfound glory melodies that for the verses, yeah. like it's starting to really feel, and and it's you know this album's starting to feel a little bit like a run-on sentence at this point. Like you know these same concepts are getting, um, you know what I mean? It's it's like we're just we're Chris was newfound glory the band that you were referencing earlier? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Who will um, produced? Did you know that? No. What? Yeah, he, that's he produced, cool. I mean, I know that they were heroes of his, or that he really, you know, looked up to them. I think he produced um, 
an EP, an, either an EP they put out or or a, uh, a couple records back. I'll have to look into it while we're as we as we go on here. So interesting. Did not know that. Yeah. Um, very cool. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's a. I think it's a good song. I think it's. Uh, yeah. I think it's solid. But yeah, that some of those things things are starting to happen. Kind of a little bit more and that's okay i mean like i said first album okay let's go to track four matter of time Chris, what are your thoughts on uh, track four, Matter of Time? Okay, so the label thought this one was the hit, and I I do not agree. This does not feel like a hit song to me, personally. Um, I don't know. It's all right. Um, but the, the lyrics and the chorus bother me. It's just oh. I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> like, do, do, do we where, all have where to know? You, okay, where you are is where you'll be. Always want it. I'm just like, it's what terrible. do you mean? It's this not is so good. bad. I think melodically, I do very much like the song. I think no, melodically, melodically, it's great. If you I, didn't know no, English, I, mean, I think it would be a hit. <laughs> but dude, that oh my gosh, that is this is exact. That is exact. My exact note. Like this is like I'm listening to a band that English is their second language. That's what this writing sounds like. Oh, it's funny. like a bad. That good. chorus is like a bad motivational poster. Yeah, yeah. I what I where you are is where you'll be. It's like it's when who you are is who you'll be, and that is really everything. That's the lyric. It's not good. And really, up until now, the lyrics have just been fine. You guys know I'm not the pickiest of lyric. Kind of, you know, like generally, it's like I can't sing it that loud and proud though in the chorus. Like it needs little substance there. I just, I would, yeah. If really, this song I think would be great with different lyrics, and the lyrics are. It's just like they're. Uh, yeah, they're just not great. And I wish they were, I feel like if you just had a little more time, it would have been. Oh, absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like. And one more thing I wanted to add too, is that at the very end, they bring in pieces of the chorus together. Like you could tell they're doing that trick where you bring in choruses and a bridge yep. and it just, it feels awkward. It doesn't, oh. you could tell they just like copy pasted it in pro tools in it. But you, I can you're totally. You're talking about the end of the record? Yeah, no, the end of no, this song. No, the end of this song, oh. but end of the record. No, that, that's yeah. a whole other story. That's a whole yeah, other thing. This song. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, the thing is, like, it's, it's, I would be, I don't want to, like, just dog on the lyrics, but it's just, like, one of those things where sometimes you have to, like, a producer is supposed to go, hey, there is so much potential here, but you've got to rewrite the lyrics. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've got friends that we've helped with that, even not even lyrics, but like, you know, we've had friends that like the producer said like, Hey, you really need a better chorus. Like it's so close. You said, and you know, we'd sit around and like, it's like all the pieces were there and we just go, why don't you take that thing from that? We did that with Justin one time. Remember with like a fresh Sunday song, some buddies of ours. Especially if you get demoitis, if you're so used to those lyrics that you just can't picture the song a different way. all the time. When Chris and I basically didn't even write a melody, we just said, well, Hey, I really like that melody you do in that pre-chorus. Why don't you just like not use it there and use that thing. And we just rearranged some stuff is all we did and help him. And it was a way better song at the end of it. And we didn't, he still wrote the whole thing, but it was just like someone need, you know, and it took a producer. You don't want to tell your friend that obviously, but that's the producer's job is to be like, Hey, you know, 
spend, just go spend one day trying to rewrite these lyrics. If it doesn't work, we'll record. And who knows? We have no idea what happened, obviously. But uh, gosh, it's because I do think it could be a hit. And it, it could be a hit with bad lyrics, too. There are lots of hits with bad lyrics. But um, yeah, it's so close for me. Uh, and really, lyrics have to be pretty bad for them to bother me. I'm generally the defender of mediocre lyrics because I'm a mediocre lyricist. <laughs> I think it's just me sticking up for my kind because I'm not very good at it. Uh, it's not my forte. Um, but yeah, we all, if we all hear that same thing, I think it's kind of obvious. I think that's fair, right? Uh, let's go to track five, Burn This City. Chris Monier, what are your thoughts on Burn This City? Um, you know, again, I'm this that newfound glory vocal melody. I'm going to say this on so many songs. It, it just it really starts to wear on me. Like all the <laughs> all the verses sound the same. There's no discernible melody. It's just this like kind of variation where you go up and down and you pick a word and you go high and then you pick another word and go low. Um, it, it really starts to run together for me. Although I do have to say the, the second half of the verse, I like the drum variation. The instrumentation on all these songs is fantastic. Um, and I, the, the bridge um, gang Vox thing. Sorry. No, no. The, the bridge I thought was cool, but then again, they do bridge vocals to the ending chorus. They follow that same pattern and again, mm. and it's just, mm. it's a little predictable. I like the idea of the gang vocals, though, but I, I think Kyle's going to say something about that. Kyle, it? is this where you have opinions on <laughs> gang vocals? Yeah, I mean, on these dude, gang vocals. Good. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I, I actually like this song, and okay. what I was, I, I meant to say this about the last song. It feels like now, now that I know that they made this in eight days, it makes so much more sense. It about, does, yeah. Yeah. About a lot of things because there's a lot of times on this record that it just sounds like they're just like, Hey kid, you can sing, go in there and do it. You know? And it's like, well, that's not enough. You know what I mean? Um, I do, I do like this song and I actually wish because about, because of what's about to happen to this record, that this song was the last song on the album. We've, we've heard these tricks before. Um, and I know that's really weird because we're pretty early into the album, but, this album's kind of, it's about to change. I feel like, and I know that they do the cool things later on, or they, they attempt to do some cool things later on. I would still, I wish this was at the end of the record because in the first five songs, yeah, in four of them, we have the same exact tricks and I just wish they would have spread it out a little bit more. So, because yeah, it, it feels, it feels distinctly like two, two separate records in, in my mind. So, yep. Yeah, I think it's uh, again we hold these truths. Oh, sorry, that's the next one. Sorry, uh, I, got, I got ahead of myself. Well, hold on, got ahead of myself. Um, <laughs> He's so angry about it. He's so already about, about to. Say no, I think this is fine. But I, yeah, it's, some of the tricks are starting to catch up to him a little bit. Uh, but it is a pretty good song, and I think yeah. you're right on the verse melodies, Chris. I think that's that's kind of 
there's definitely some blurring together there. I don't think they do that as much on choruses. I think the choruses are pretty good no. throughout the record, no. but verses are pretty forgettable sometimes. And mm-hmm. on instrumentation, actually, this is a good example because you had that kind of guitar part going. I actually don't like most of the lead guitar on this record. It feels like it's the very first thing he tried on almost everything. Yep. Even that last yep. solo where you said you liked it, I really liked the first half of the solo, and then I hate it at the end when he goes with the bendy stuff. It just feels like the thing that I would... Every guitarist would do it like a warm up sound check yeah. thing, and it does. It sounds like yeah, that's good enough. I think again, I would have been like, ooh, I really love the first half of this because um, I do. And then it goes to that right before. Are the, you talking about Runaway? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah no, I put that Sorry, too. Runaway. I said it, it gets a little yeah. crazy at the end. I was like, it's nice, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh wait, never mind. Right What's before happening? the vocals yeah. and the yeah, that, yeah. Uh, robo guitar kind of comes in. Yeah, it's just kind of like ooh, I didn't like the way that ended. And I feel like there's a couple other solos that really. They sound, this is not a compliment. They sound like I played them. That's not a good thing because I'm not a good lead guitarist. I'm not a soloist. It, it, but there, it's not that it's bad. It's like technically fine. It's just not a great – like I'm not good at coming up with that stuff. It's just not my forte. Right. Um, um, I can like learn someone else's lead part decently. <laughs> That's what always happened in our band. Danny would write it, and then I would have to figure out how to play it. Uh, I can do that fine. I just can't uh, – I can't make it up. So – I, Danny Black could ad lib a solo that was melt your face yeah. on his third take. It's not. He is, he's gifted. <laughs> Which is why I'm not a good lead guitarist. I've always been in bands with dudes that are really good. <laughs> yes. at, and so I'm like, well, you're already good at lead guitar. I'll do something else uh, well. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't like, but again, like you go just one record later and like all that stuff is fleshed out. It's like all the lead stuff I love. I love the vocals. I like, I think the songwriting is way better. Bridges even get better. Um, and so, you know, you it's a band in its infancy. So I'm not going to like dog on them. I, I really like this band. This sounds like I don't, but I do actually. Uh, did anyone not have, we've all done our opinions on Burn This City. Okay, let's go to Save Us, which is track six. Chris, thoughts on Save Us? I I want you to go first because we oh. have the same note. <laughs> yeah, I mean that we hold these truths. I don't really have much else such to say. A bad line. It's not good. <laughs> and like I said, you just like change that one line. I don't really hate the rest of it. It's not. Mm. I don't know. It's not great, but it's like <laughs> that was the one that just stuck out, though. I mean, it was like, um, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's, not. It's, it's gnarly. Yeah, that's it's a not weird, great. Weird, and the strings weird. feel cheap. It's just like I would they have rather do. them almost not be in there. It's just like, and they just hang there yeah. for forever, and then they change notes two measures later. It's just, it just feels like they wanted it to be epic, but they didn't quite have the time to make it epic. So I almost think yeah. that I could leave it. Um, I could not have like this ballad because I feel like matter of time would potentially be a better ballady kind of song than this one. But that's just me. Chris, uh, let's 
you have the same line in your notes. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, told the truth, self-evident. Oh, it bumps me out so much uh, <laughs> that that those words are in uh, in any song. Yeah, um, it's not great, mm. Kyle. Uh, but oh, I, do you I, have I, wait, I want to give it? a compliment. Okay, compliment. I want to yeah. give a compliment. Yeah, I I think I like that we 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 worked with the low register of his voice for the for the first verse. Got to hear a little dynamic there. I thought yes, it, it sounds nice, dude. The homie can sing. He's like, a good he's singer. He's got a great voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I agreed with you on the strings. They sound a, a little fake, but I I I like them for taking the chance with the orchestration. I, I I'm no. saying yeah. Hey, I mean, I it's like, not I like it's not a real orchestra. There. I'm sure, but no, no. But yeah. I like I like that they that they maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, no, no, if they didn't pay real? for another single, that's not a real yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> also, what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe that that's real. Um, you want me to are, play are what? You, can I? Can can I get? Are, are Chris? Are you done? Or can I go? What do you think? I'm done. I, yeah, man. Oh. Have at it. Take take it. Um, terrible. <laughs> we are in agreement. In agreement, that is a terrible line. um real bad i will say that like i get what they were going for here and i even like appreciate it like it could have been something what really weirds me out about this song is the um those string parts that you're talking about and that melody really remind me for some reason and this is awful because this is a wonderful string part but there's something like um the the dollar store version of the bridge of bittersweet symphonies um <laughs> by strings. the verve yes you know what i'm talking AKA about the rolling stones like it's it's i mean it's it's very similar and not nearly as good uh but but like dude can sing and uh i agree blake like Really, in this one, just get rid of that line. Uh, yeah, and I, w- and I, I might have just dumped like the, the song melody. too, honestly. Like it's it's okay, but I just it's <laughs> yeah. not terrible. It's just it feels like we just did this two songs ago, kind of. Right. Like I feel like well, we already had the slowdown, and this feels like too much. The "Can You Save Us" part, the where he like he it, there is like a nice little haunting melody in that. Yeah, yeah. it's just not like it's the best part. You know what I mean? And that's I, not that's not a hook. That's not anything. That's just. I, I don't think it's the right term, but I called them tags because he's got yeah. a bunch yeah. of these. He's got these little things, and, and they're little lines, and they're great, and they're memorable. But they, they're yeah, like hidden in, that, in a that sea of little madness. Clip, <laughs> the can you save us is wonderful, right? And then and then like nothing else lives up to that. So yeah, it's it's a it's it's fine. I think that's fair. Fine is good. That's a good word for yeah. it. Okay, uh, let's go to Lucky Street. I like the attitude of this song, um, but it's still, we've definitely hit the lull. I still feel like mm-hmm. song-wise, it's fine. I don't need to skip it or anything. I don't really have any complaints about it. 
But I do like I like that we were a little more aggressive on this one. We've got a little more beef on behind those guitars. Uh, Kyle, where where are you at on Lucky Street? Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the exact same place. Like I, when I hear this, I'm like, yeah, they they were on the same label as Acceptance. This has got that feel, right? It does, like yeah. The early Acceptance, kind of like some some grit, some attitude. Uh, but but yeah, it's it's not. Uh, it's this sounds weird me saying I don't like it as much as I liked the earlier tracks on this record because I was this is going to be another good Charlotte episode because we were kind of making fun <laughs> of and dogging on those but like I do like those songs that came before this and this one is just not as good as that as those in my opinion Chris so this song holds kind of a special place for me because it was the big song on the EP right. that I listened oh. to all the time. I, I okay. was really into this song. And that's it, it might feel a little weird to you, but like on the EP, this was the standout song. Which so, that's so um, interesting because if like you can then see the progression, because now Kyle's saying uh, compared to the stuff that just came before on this record, he doesn't think it is good. So you've got an EP right. where this is the star it doesn't really right. hold a candle to the stuff that's better than on this album. And then I feel like this album feels that way. Well, it makes me wonder who produced follow. it. Well, the, this the is EP a different anyway. version. They, I think they re-recorded save us and lucky street, didn't they? Or is it uh, the exact same version, yeah. Chris? No, this is definitely it's re-recorded, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's, it's, it's gotta be. Yeah. The ransom EP was, um, I, I don't, it, there's not a lot of notes here about who, who did the work on it. Um, that's what you want as a band though you want the yeah, like the hit from your it. ep to be like definitely not anywhere near the best yeah. song on your full length record oh yeah matt goldman if you're gonna repeat it. okay. so it's definitely okay. not the producers yeah. that did it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and so so uh, you know i i i think the i think the guitar riff and the chorus kind of rock I, I really, no i like it i, I like really the guitars on this one um but there is a standout lyric on this one too that i was like what uh so all your fashion sense aware the sweaters unfold themselves <laughs> yeah, I, don't I just know. don't even know what that could possibly mean. Yeah, I don't either. Is that a, is that a sick burn? It might be. <laughs> I can't tell or a compliment. I can't quite figure it out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, it's we're in the middle of the album. That's kind of yeah. What, and and, that but happens. I do love the bridge of this of this one too. Like uh, how they take <laughs> it from kind of the minor tough to the. You don't like the bridge? Oh yeah, no, I do. I'm laughing because oh. Blake said we're in the middle of the album, and I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, let's go to track eight. Settle down. Gosh, what's going on? Chris, thoughts on it? I don't know. I mean, another great t- like tag. You really need to settle down, and then, but then the second half of the chorus just uh, it gets a little chaotic. Um, I, I don't know. This this one felt a little like they were trying to show some maturity with their songwriting, and I could see what they're going for. But um, there's a a lead guitar thing that happens at the end here. That is that out of tune? What it's is it? It's just not like it's like I, I just don't know. don't know if he's 
Again, it sounds like I played. It's just like not a good guitar solo. It's not. Is that it? Yeah, it it's sound out of tune or out of fate. It's kind of in. Phase, it almost not, sounds. It's not in the wrong tune. key. It, but it kind okay. of is. It's almost. I okay. I don't know. Someone that's better at lead guitar and music theory could tell us what the problem with it is. I think it's that it's like just a scale that doesn't really work with. We need that the YouTube guy. That breaks down songs. What's that guy's name? Yeah, he's great. Rick Beto. He would tell. He would. He Beto, yes, us. he would be able to scientifically tell us why. That, let me tell you why this doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's see if we can ping him on Instagram. Uh, he's got like three million followers. I'm sure he'll write right back to us. No, but it is. There's something weird, and I don't. You know, I don't know enough about music theory to know what's going on with. It. I think guitar solos on punkish songs are specifically very difficult because you're changing chords so often. That right. you you know it's like hard to find riffs that like can play over that and kind of change with those the chord progression that's happening. It's different when it's like you know all the freaking amazing solos you've heard. It's like here's a chord we're playing it for a whole measure. Here's another chord for the next measure. If that you know, and so it's a little easier to play over top of it. Um, you know, this is changing chords every two beats or whatever. Right at 145 beats per minute or whatever. So yeah, it's, it's like not easy to play over. But I don't like the lead line on this. I, it's definitely my least favorite guitar part on the record. Um, but again, you go a record down the road and they're just way better. So it maybe it's just mm-hmm. a time thing. It might have literally yeah. just been like, oh, we need a guitar thing there, and yeah, let's give it two takes, and yeah, that we got it. You know, right. eight days again, eight. Days, days, guys. This record sounds like a million bucks to they be done in eight days. should have called this record eight days. They should have called yeah. it eight days just to let everyone know. Might have gotten Disclaimer. confused with Nine Days, the band that sang that um, yeah. absolutely story of a girl song, though. Uh, do we have yeah. any other settled down notes? I don't think we do. Uh, I, or do you? Yeah. I, I have one. Yeah. The last two songs have the same vibe. Yeah. The first half of the record had the same vibe. So, like... Again, eight days, man. It's like they were. Yeah, but like, why mix? Yeah, why mix? Why not mix it up a little bit? But I, th- I think I know why. It's because yeah. these ones are weaker than the earlier ones. The earlier ones kind of sound the yeah. same, but they were great yeah, songs. You're right. And you can't like, but you can't spread them out. Bunching them then, up yeah. feels weird. Yeah, you're right. You can't spread them out because I, I don't know. I think I would have spread them out because at least I would have, you know, a good song every every other song or so. And, and also I don't think that the song sucks. It's fine. It's just, um, I would have dropped two songs off this record. Yeah. That's yeah. what I would have done. I mean, like as the label, yeah. I think 12 I might songs have. for sure. I would have been like, dude, do 10 and yeah. you drop the two weakest songs, whatever you choose those to be. And I think this becomes a better record. Um, yep. and like lucky street, I like I get why they do it. I, Lots of bands did that. You do an EP and kind of the the not not even necessarily a single, just the song that people gravitate to. You re-record and you put on a full length. Like people did that all the time. That was like kind of the the mo. Um, and but you don't have to do it if it really is like Lucky Street is probably the in the middle. If you ranked the songs on this, it's in the middle or lower half probably. Uh, maybe just keep it off. I don't, I don't know that this record yeah. would have been any less successful had Lucky Street not been on it. I think there's plenty of hype around this band without needing to throw cuz I didn't even know that was on. There. I didn't listen to the EP before. I this is where I got introduced to this band. So um yeah, I feel like Lucky Street and Settle Down are both a little bit I would have kept one of them. 
pick one. They're kind of the same vibe. Same. I probably would have kept settled down though. I think it's better. Anyway, uh, track nine. If I fall. Kyle, where are you at on this one? So this one has a really, really strong yellow card vibe for me. Oh yeah. Um, and and I and I and I actually really like it. I do not. I like. I do not like that female vocal on there. Uh, I don't know what the freaking point is. Uh, <laughs> and also, it may have been like, oh, we got to get this chick in here. Does anybody know who that is? No idea. Is is that anybody of significance? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just not a fan of that. But I do like this song and and like when I was listening through, um, I feel like we do hit a lull around song six, five or six, and my ears perked up with this one. Like I, I do like it. It's 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 a good song. Yeah, I think it's great. I really like this song. Yeah. Um I think it's a good melody. I like some of the background vocals going on. I kinda agree. The girl feels a little shoehorned in, but yeah. yeah. Um, but I like this song. It's a really good song. I I like it. And I don't the this is a great example of like he didn't try to say anything too poetic on this. It's just a right. it's clearly a song about, oh, yeah, you know, liking a girl and, fine. and but this is another song about his future wife. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Well, there you go. See, I mean it's like that makes me like See, it even focused, more. He had a goal. He had a goal. <laughs> He had a muse and 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 it worked for him. That uh I love that. I absolutely love yeah, that. Yeah. I that makes me so happy. I hope they're still together. I don't maybe smile when you guys were like uh, I, I, oh yeah, I don't know. I, I I bet so. Even if not, it's still a great story <laughs> and and I really like it. But yeah, this is like the lyrics are fine. Like I mean they're it's yeah. like they work for the song and I don't I don't yeah. need some deep poetic thing um to be impressed, honestly. I like this song. I think it's good. Chris, what what are your thoughts on it? I felt the same way you guys did. Um, the course is really, really nice. The same way. It's catchy. Yep, it's it's good. like two words. It's, you know, we didn't use all our syllables. If I hold my hand under my yep. chin, it only hits it twice. It's great. Um, Classic the- <laughs> counting syllable, syllables trick. Yeah. Life uh, hack, everyone. Uh, that's right. Um, and yeah, I've got nothing bad to say about it. You guys already put it very well. Yeah, me neither. Okay, let's go to track 10, Minstrels, The Minstrel's Prayer. Sorry. Simply singing. That makes us try so very hard to craft the perfect lamb wreck to wield an ending woe to write such silly songs and the difference never know. Shelter me, oh genius words, just give me strength to pen these things and give me. Chris Monier, what are your thoughts on uh, the minstrel's prayer? I, I I like the idea of the arrangement and the big drums, but the vocal there is just nothing happening with these vocals. Like, there's no melody. It is just I, like I would almost call it chaos, but chaos would actually be interesting. It's so boring. 
I don't hate it as much. I, I just, I just, I, yeah, I, this, I just got tired of the, the big drum crazy stuff. Da, I don't know, man. Da, da. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you like it. that would have been better if it was um, <laughs> not the exact same thing the whole time. I totally mm, agree. Like, right. from a production mm. standpoint, I would have used that and, like, built on it because it's the exact same sample that Dude. we hear for the next, like, several minutes. Um, yes. And, you know, I would have made a different choice than the copy and pasting for four well more than that four yeah it's like 440 and then it goes into the next song too um and it's the most in and it's the most interesting part because something actually changes right yeah it but i i like the song okay i'm fine with it i mean there's some irony in it being about writing lyrics um probably (laughs) but but i like the song i'm i'm into it and i like the idea of it too i like what he was trying to do for sure um, and I think it was executed pretty well. I, I like I like the idea, Kyle. Right. Where, no, where no, are you no. at on it? Uh, so I want to make sure I, I was clear. It it's just I'm just talking about the melody and the and the the, the music of the the vo the voice El Voce. Okay, okay. Like how the the instrument arrangement and the, I thought it was beautiful. It, it's just the vo- the melody that I was like. No, but I mean I'm, I'm saying more. I I kind of like the melody. I don't mind the melody. Oh, okay. I mean I agree. Nice. The verses are less good kind of like the rest of the record. Um, I feel like he's gotten a lot because the choruses were clearly probably the first thing that came and then verses later. And that's a normal thing. So um, anyway, Kyle, where are you at? Um, Man, guys, I just think this one's boring and, and it bums me out because it, because like we alluded to earlier, we're about to go on this journey with them on, <laughs> on several tracks of, of like kind of melding this together. Like I said, I do, I really do think when the guitar comes in at the beginning of the next song with that, with that, yeah, I think that's part, cool. it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, Oh, well it's moving, you know, it's going somewhere. So like it's and and for that, I would say that this song didn't need to be that long. Cause, cause really I was, I'm more into the, the next song and where it goes and so not, not saying, not saying that like, I love the next song. It's just, it took us it, for me when I listen to it, it takes us all this time just to get us to the next song and no. it's fine. It's, it's whatever, but I, but I, it's kind of boring for me. Okay. So. Well, let's go to that, uh, track 11, yeah. which is Q as in question. I think this is the one of the more interesting songs on the record. Like it's got some fun stuff going on. That bass line is cool. Yep. Absolutely. Uh I I like the girl on here. I actually think it it matches well. Um Who is, who is that? I don't Do know. know. I have no idea. Still still no one. No one. I don't know. We'll have to I will look it up. Okay, Chris is going to see yeah. if he can figure we'll, out who we'll it is. We'll see it. We'll see if we can figure out who it is. I think it's got that's a nice a, a bounce question. to it. I like the melody. She's, I like She sounds like a less good uh, Dupree. Sorry. 
She sounds kind of like, um, like an Isley. A well, I know her bit. name. It's Julia Kugel. It's Julia Gulia. Julia Kugel. <laughs> See if so. she's in anything. I like her voice on this though. I think it works. And I, I, I really like this song. I think it's a cool. I, I like the move into it from the last song with the drum thing and. Uh, yeah, it's just fun. I, I really, I wish, it's got a great pre-chorus. It was at the very end of that clip, but it's um, it's a situation where I actually, I like what they have going on kind of throughout the song, honestly. Um, uh, Kyle, what, what do you think? Do you agree with me yeah, or nay? I'm, I'm, I know you said yeah, it was kind of trailing off. You. you like it? Okay. Chris? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, no, I, I dig this song. Kay. The chorus is great again. I, I agree with you, Blake. That bass line, taking it for a walk, I enjoyed it's it. It's cool. I really like yeah. it. I think they did a great yeah. job on this. And uh, uh, I think that takes us nicely into, um, obviously, this goes, these three songs all flow right into each other. We didn't make the clips do the same thing, but <laughs> they all blend right into each other. So it's essentially one, uh, gosh, like 16-minute song, essentially. So uh, here we go to the final track, track 12A, as in answer, I assume. <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't at least bring up another band that we haven't talked about on this one yet. Um, but I do think I get serious vibes is like starting line vibes oh, yeah. from it. Um, and not yeah. in a bad way, definitely in like a band that probably looked up to them and was trying to do some of the things. Kyle, what are your thoughts on the last song? I mean, you've, you've alluded to that you've got opinions here. So why don't you, <laughs> why don't you get started? So here's the thing. Okay. Like I, I like that they're going for it. I like that they had this big epic idea on the last three songs. The pro and and then tying in the the album, right? That's what they're doing. It, that's this one, right? Where they've got the the yeah. lyrics from other yeah. songs. Okay. Like I like that. I like the ambition. Um I just think um so the Wonder Years does this on The Greatest Generation and that album is freaking perfect. And so when it happens, you get covered in goosebumps and like want to cry because it's amazing and something amazing is ending and you're reminded of all the amazing things that came before. It also happens on John Bellion's record, right? I mean, the uh, John Bellion one we've talked about before. It is incredible. If you've I mean, not, it's first of all, here's the problem. It's a, you can't just go listen to that track. You have to listen to no, the whole no, to Human to the Condition record, record and yes. then hear that that track because it, it goosebumps every time for me anyway go and, on and and i'm glad that you said that blake because that this it leads me to my point i just feel like even as ambitious as it is you have to like i have to care about the whole record for that callback to mean anything to me and i just don't yeah. um it, and so like i respect and admire the ambition it just doesn't have that effect on me because i don't love this whole record i just mm-hmm. love some of this record so chris where are you at on the final track a 
Jeez, Kyle put it really, really well. I mean, that was like poetic. It's a, it's like a love letter to the whole album, like as yeah. if you needed, you know, to have a flashback of it or like recall it with like a, a fuzzy, grainy, um, you know, like it, 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 it reminds me of something my one of my really good friends, Tyler Thomas, had said about a movie called Howard the Duck. You guys remember that? Oh movie? yeah, that's a famous <laughs> like with, bad movie. Like. Within the first ten minutes, he has a flashback to the first two minutes yeah. of the movie. And it's like, it's pretty bad like, writing. Do we really need a flashback already? <laughs> pretty bad writing. <laughs> uh, I think that's pretty also, universally universally <laughs> claimed to be like one of the worst movies of all time, oh, as far as like a big absolutely. budget. Like it's supposed to be one of just the worst flop. ever. Complete flop. Yeah. So, so instead of talking about that, because Kyle already put it perfectly, I will just say side note: if you owned a automobile with CarPlay um, from like 2007 to 2013. Every third time you got in the car, if this song was on your iPod, it would start. It would play the song. Yep. And so it's also got like some really harsh memories for me because that would make me rage at my iPod. Yeah, that's unfair. And you know, <laughs> you know people started selling 10 tracks, like 10 minute tracks of silence on iTunes that's music right. store and we're making bank. Like the first person yep. that did it, it was just called a a a a a a a a so that it would be the first thing that played and it wouldn't play because it was silence. Um and they made r- actual music royalties off of it because people were buying it. Good people idea. were willing to throw down 99 cents or $1.29 or whatever it was at the time to be like I cannot Mine was, um, I've had several, so mine just was still, my car will just randomly play. It played me today and I was furious. I've never, I know that sounds <laughs> ridiculous, but I was like taking the kids to school and I was like, why would you play that? I mean, it was like some really Dude. old song of mine that I was like, that's on my phone. I didn't know that was in my music library still. Um, Dude, for years it was ADHD, my own song. And it was oh. just like, please God, stop. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It was awful. <laughs> Oh, that like, is pretty please bad. Please stop. Please don't play my own song in the car. It's weird. Some I, you know, admittedly, I will listen to my own music sometimes. The the stuff I like, the, mostly from a production standpoint of like, I actually really like the way that sounds. Never with other people though, ever. It's my wor- like my least favorite thing ever is like that coming on and I'm in the car and anyone else. It could be my two year old. I'm like, no, this is not. We're not listening to this with me in the car. Um. So okay, here's the thing with the last track for me. I think Kyle, you did say it really well. I really do remember very much. I really liked this. I still like it, but I, here's the caveat to that. I remember really liking this and I had listened to this quite a bit before I realized those are all clips, not clips, but melodies from other songs. Cause that's mm. how the melodies kind of blend together a little bit on this it record too much. That. And yeah. that kind yeah, of the, was, yeah, the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> yeah. And like that was kind of a, Ooh, like once I realized that I was like, Oh, that's a cool idea, but I probably should have realized it the first time I heard this, or at least yeah. after spinning the record several times, uh, you know, cause I, that's just, you know, I think that's a bad sign, but I do like that. They went for it by the way, timing wise, I mentioned starting line. I mean, clearly there's a clarity thing going on here. Oh, right. The goodbye sky. Harbor. Goodbye sky Harbor. Yeah, um, starting lines album came out in May and they're recording from May to June or whatever. I mean, it says May to June. Uh, there is mm. no way that um, what's the name of that album? What's the name of that? Um, based on a true story. Based on a true story. Say it like you mean it. Based on a true yeah. story came out in May when they were recording. <laughs> Good luck following that one up. <laughs> there is no way this was not that was not a record that they were listening to constantly while recording this record. Um, yeah. 
And it's unfortunate though. Well, but I mean, it's, it's maybe a little fortunate because maybe it did make them kind of make. I like the ambition, Ambitious. but it just didn't quite yeah. get there. I think they could have got there if they had, like I said, sixteen days, twenty days. I don't know, oh, yeah. whatever. Oh yeah, one. One hundred percent. Learning today that it was eight days that they had it. It really does change the way that I that I. We did that with the Coheed record too, right? Or what? There was a couple totally. records we've done that with Coheed. Uh, we've done this Hell with several yeah. records. Yeah, t- there were several. And more. actually, uh, to our friends at home, I didn't know that when I when I took these notes. When you know what I mean? Like, if I had known that, it honestly would have probably shaped the way I listened to it differently you know like eight mm-hmm. days is insane yeah i mean it really... it's why they use that freaking drum loop the entire way right. through <laughs> yeah three tracks ago they like, only had guys, the one this is all the time we got this is what, this is what we guys got. we can't do a song in any other key because we have to yeah. like just do tune these guitars up <laughs> just one time yeah um, um yeah. but i mean i like i like what they were trying to do i think that when we talk about i mean let's just go ahead and blend into the next part where we talk about kind of the questions and whatnot like you know, does it hold up? I think that you take the whatever two weakest songs are on this record, which I think is probably Lucky Street and maybe Save Us. You ditch those and like I, I'm more impressed. Like there's less of a lull. There's less repetition of sound kind of stuff. Like pick, you know, two things that go away. And it's a 10 track album. And I like the way the it ends. I really like the last even with Minstrel's Prayer, I get your points, Kyle. I think that's fair, but I like it, and I like it into the next song. I like those last three tracks. I think it was, yeah. um, it was good. I just, I, and I feel like I would have a better lasting impression of this record if they dropped two songs. Um, and I think it, I think it, I think it's still really good considering it, they recorded in eight days. It's their first full length right. record. Um, there was a lot of hype. I bet there was some pressure and there and they have no time. I don't, I'm sure it was not like a super fun experience in the studio, probably a lot of stress and stuff. I think that with all those factors, I think it's pretty good. Um, I, I think yeah. that, um, that's kind of where I land with it. I hadn't listened to it in a long time. Like I said, it was kind of a sparkler. I listened to it a lot when it came out and then, you know, kind of starts blending together too much. And I think it became one that kind of dropped off. I had not listened to it in a really long time, but um, I think that's where I land on it. Do what, do what do you guys think on holding up? Whoever wants to go first, you, you guys fight to the death and then I, only one I, of you gets to go. It, it's hard not to hear what you're talking about that it, you, especially if you've played music at all of, of kind of like relating to the idea that they only had eight days to do it and they made something, that wasn't wasn't terrible, and they built a really nice little career, little, little nice little music career off of this. I do think um, they should have released another single. I th- think oh, they could have been a lot bigger, even with like. Yeah, I think saying anything should have been released. I think it, they, they just do the two. Yeah. Um, now that being said, I remember some advice that uh, another musician gave us when we were first starting our career because our first um, album was god awful. Uh, the songs were decent, but the recording. Um, we didn't take the time we needed with it. And, you know, there were like problems with tempo and all that stuff. We might have spent and more than said, eight days on it, though. <laughs> right, right. But what, what he said Maybe was not. like what what he said was. It an album is a is a picture in time and it's you can't go back and change that picture. It's always going to be that way. And that's the unfortunate thing about making something like this is that it doesn't matter that you only had eight days. It doesn't matter. Like it, it now exists. It's in 
space yeah. and time and it will never change. Um, so it, it, if they weren't so young, it would have been really smart for a producer to step in and go militia group. This is great. What we're working on is great. You got to throw us some more money and get us some more time. Cause we need to, we need a little more time to perfect this. Um, I, that would have been awesome. So, cause it, there's not a single song on this record that I would like throw on a playlist right now. Um, but there's lots of cartel songs that come later that are always featured in my playlists. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great way to say it. Um, so, I mean, I think that's really easy to answer the next one. Is it their best album? No. I mean, just not, it's not even close. Their, their next two no are, way. are way better. And, um, yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that's what bands are supposed to do. They're supposed to get better. Your first album is not supposed to be your best album. No. Um, it might be your most beloved, but it shouldn't be your best. Um, and that's fine. And by the way, I just looked it up because I had to, I just opened up my like actual iTunes library that has this in it. Um, and yeah, the three tracks I played the least cause it has a play count on it are those three save us lucky street and settle down. Those ones have fewer yeah. plays than the rest of the album, which means I was skipping them sometimes, right. um, you know, and maybe looks like 10% of the time I was skipping those tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it makes a difference. Maybe even 20% of the time, it looks like. Uh, so, you know, I think you take those out and it's a better album. I think it, uh, but it's still not their best album for sure. Kyle, I assume, you, yeah, you feel the same way, right? Not their best? Totally. Yeah. And actually, I, I, I feel like I need to correct myself. I don't remember it, at the beginning when we did First Impressions, I said, I'm not, I'm not a uh, cartel fan. I was, try, I, I was trying to paint a picture of my, of me at my First Impressions like in 2005 i'm not a cart yes yeah i i think what they do after this is great i think that they're a freaking great band and actually the the single that they put out last week week is awesome his voice sounds amazing on it i wish his voice sounded half that good on this record but uh you know i always i always second guess myself when when the it's not an album that we're just ooing and awing over uh, but I do, but I do really, really like this band and and what they become. So, um, no, this is not. This is. I, I don't even remember the question now. I'm rambling. Is it their best? Is, is it their best album? Best no, it's not. No, it's not, not even close. Just no. not even close. It's fine. Um, is it their most important album? This one's tricky. A little trickier, I think. Chris, where mm-hmm. where are you at? I mean, it it launches them for sure, dude. Yeah, but how, you almost have. to the band in the bubble thing was that's what made them yeah yeah so it might not even be their most important one that's why i'm saying it's a little tricky i feel like that one's yeah more important they get they get a deal with wind up records on the third record i'm gonna say that was a monster label in that era so cycles is on wind up i believe so yeah wow I, I have this condition where I immediately doubt myself when someone challenges me no, literally no, anything. I, I, so I, I'm probably I, right, but I'm now I'm doubting myself. Wind up. I'll records, look at it right now. Fell. Yeah, no, I, I know I'm they're eventually sure on wind up. I don't remember if it's this one or yeah. the next one that ends up on it, but so um, they call it bicycle Mu- music company. But I wonder if that's, do we even know if wind up still exists? I do not know. Actually, I think it does I, because I there's another if, band that was out not too long ago that I was like, Oh, they're on wind up. Interesting. No, no. It, it on uh, what I'm looking at cartel cycles wind up records. Okay, there you go. It is cycles. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that sounds really weird. The uh, bicycle music company. <laughs> well, but cycles not is not the second one. Cartel. No, no. But okay. I would, 
Yeah, no, I was saying the oh, okay. second album is the band in the bubble, at okay, which then yeah. they yeah. get signed to yeah, Wind yeah. Up, oh, which see, is I a see, monster yeah. label. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. Um, none of the songs have on any of their records have plays. more plays on Spotify, at least, than Say Anything. Say Anything has 18 million plays. And the Say ne- Anything? Yeah, the How first track. Okay. On, but don't you think, like, okay, so earlier I mentioned um, <clears throat> After Eight, Who Became Capital Lights. I remember the moment that this band blew up, you had dudes trying to sound like him. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that there is something to, like, he he really he has a unique voice and he has pipes and so i i think that's why I say anything's got the most streams cuz certainly that's not their best song no that's fine but i mean even without that um uh at least what's like the said, next, on spotify the honestly it's 14 million and uh now that's like the big two from that and one and those are the top two those are the top two but then you know the other albums have fewer plays across the whole album their self-titled is all that under is. a million other than, oh, sorry, The Fortunate has 10 million, and the rest of them are under a million other than one other song. And The Fortunate was a big single, right? Yeah. That was the single from the yeah. self-titled one. And then Faster Ride from Cycles has 12, almost 13 million, and and most of the rest of them are under a million. So, you know, I know that's just Spotify. That doesn't, that's not everything. Was yeah. just like is, a quick glance of... Is wasted on that list at all? Does it say how many? I think that was a single on the next record. Uh, hold on one moment, please. Is that even on there? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to find that in a second. <laughs> we never do this. Sorry. Yeah, we literally. No, no, no. We're like live. I'm just curious. Yeah, we're, no. You know, we're doing this like, live. I feel like we've got lots of questions anyone about Cartel Anyone who would like accuse this podcast of being staged or rehearsed uh, would be yeah. <laughs> quickly uh, I, I just feel like they get so much better. And it's oh, it's yeah. always shocking to me when when uh, you know when the numbers don't point to that. Yeah, but keep in mind, streaming is a weird thing because we can't see like all the iTunes purchases, and we can't see. And you know, people right. are dumb, right? That's true. <laughs> and, well, and people are also nostalgic, <laughs> and so they're more likely to listen to the thing that yeah. makes them feel nostalgic than they. They're... People are just notoriously idiots. Well, don't forget about that. That is true. I mean, they're not. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, um, <laughs> wasted has four million. Okay. So, you know, song. a quarter of what Say Anything has on it. So, um, you know, I mean, that says something about the importance, I guess. Um, yeah. Okay, right, let's go to Desert Island Songs. Two or three of your favorites. This is going to be maybe kind of interesting. Kyle, what are yours? I mean, <laughs> it's kind of funny because after you... After I was just like, really? No way. I can't believe people are like that. My desert island is say anything and honestly. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and if I threw a third one on there, maybe Q. Um, Yeah. I think that's a fine choice. Yeah. Chris? You guys, I, I'm gonna be the weird guy here because yeah, say anything and honestly, and then Lucky Street's my number three. I, I guess I've just got that's I okay. Harbor, it can be nostalgia, or you can like emotional it. nostalgia. We can yes. have different opinions. It's totally fine. Um, I think mine are Q, If I Fail, and Honestly. I think I I like those three best. I really like Q. I think it's a really good song. Um, oh my, I almost wish I'm it was earlier at the end. Yeah, like I said, you kick two tracks off this. This is it would elevate the record. It still wouldn't totally, be like a five star record or something, 
but um, it wouldn't have that that kind of lull and rep- some of the repetitiveness. And so I think it'd be a little better. What about Nobody's Perfect? What's the worst song on the album, Chris? The worst song is pretty easy for me. It's Save Us. It's a little rough. I I think I totally agree. I think I yeah. would I would yeah. kick that That's one nice. off. Um, kick it out of the country. Kick it into space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't love it for sure. Uh, Kyle, do you have do you have one? Uh, I am I am booting save us off of this bad boy. Okay, it's unanimous. Um and 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 honestly, I'm I'm going to defend it a little bit. It's not because it's like so so bad. I just don't think it has a place on this record. It it's so it's weird almost, you know? Like yeah. so anyway. I you know what it was? I, I, we keep forgetting in these 2005 records. It it was uh it was the CW song pitch. Oh, always, oh, right? Oh yeah. That's that definitely should be an award. That should be an award. <laughs> the CW. Award. It's it's like it's a lesser. It's not always a good thing. It's like a lesser. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, it's not definitely always. not a good thing. I, it's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> well, no, it could be a good thing. I think sometimes, but it's kind of yeah. like the less. It's like we've got the Sacred Heart Award, where it's like, oh, this song which could have been on Scrubs, so much. which means that's high praise if it could be on Scrubs because yeah. they didn't put bad songs on Scrubs for the most part. No, this the CW had some better music. Um, uh, what do they call those? music supervisors than than others uh yeah yeah but there was also just a lot of like though this band's kind of popular to throw them in the background of this show and um yeah that's a that's a good that's a good (laughs) what that's that's the copper age of uh television the copper (laughs) age (laughs) oh man it really was uh they were still had to watch what they chose for us back then like totally it was it was seven o'clock we didn't have a choice no and and you know what in 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 our defense we didn't have any better at the time it seemed okay now i will say this but now we know i will say this you're right there was a lot of junk but um 24 and west wing were on in 2005 uh, oh. to be fair. Now I wasn't watching West Wing yeah. yet cause we were, I guess, touring and I didn't know that there was like a great show on television on NBC. Can you believe that network television used to have like great shows? I don't remember. I can't think of the Dude, last I don't remember any Super Bowls or sports championships from that era. Cause we were always traveling and there was like it, but I got to relive at least all the stuff on Netflix, you know, all, all those yeah. great series. Are, I was taping yeah. 24 and watching on VHS when I got back. Uh, or I guess it was like an HDR at that point or whatever, but, um, yeah. Copper age of television is a great, <laughs> that's good. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, we all agree on nobody's perfect. What about growing our show? Or is there a song you didn't like maybe in 2005 and or, you know, just shortly thereafter listening to the record? Is there is there one for you, Kyle? I don't think so. I think I think what I liked, I think what I liked about this record has has stayed the same for the most part. So. I, f- I feel the same way. I think that there wasn't a song that grew on me, the songs that I liked hit me because that's kind of the level that we're at with some of these songs. Chris. Yep. Samesies. Wow. Although re-listening to it now, Q stuck out to me, but I, I feel, I always take this question as framing it in the time I listened to it. And you know, at that time, I think it can be both for sure. I mean, it can take 20 years to grow on you. It can take two weeks to grow on you. It can take 
six spins of the record to grow on you. I don't really because like what uh, that's different. I think levels what happened is that I I didn't really care for the last half of the record and and barely listened to it when I was younger. Yeah. But when I stopped to listen to it for this podcast, I I Q stuck out to me. I was like, oh, this one's kind of hiding in there. I should have given this this one another you know a little more of a chance back in the day. Yeah, I I think all of that is. Uh, is super fair. And I think sometimes when we're on the same page for an album, it's not a great sign. You know, I mean, that's yeah, totally sounds bad, but I mean, you know, we, I think there's some great songs on this. I really like what comes after it. I think that they become a great band. Uh, and I, they are a band I liked anyway, but then they got a lot better. There's other bands that I hated and then they got better and I had to go. Yeah, you're right. They're good now. I mean, that happens sometimes too. Uh, so this isn't as big of a leap as it is sometimes for me uh, on people's first albums, especially. I think that you're just figuring it out, how to be a band. And uh, and I think they did figure out how to be a band way better. And yeah, we should do, uh, maybe we should do our next snack on their new single, because I do like it. Uh, so oh, so maybe idea. we'll do that. I could, I can maybe bring some tidbits from the show. Like, oh, yes. Yeah, let's do did. that. Let's yeah. do that. We'll do that after Chris sees Cartel Live tomorrow, actually, Today, if you're listening the day this album comes out or this episode comes out, because uh, I'll edit it and get it out as soon as possible. But uh, that's that's it for us. Uh, thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, you can give us a review on wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that's you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, of course, you can also subscribe so that those episodes just conveniently show up. Uh, you can subscribe. You can go to our website. We just started sending out T-shirts. Uh, my, they, they should have. You them. should have them. You should have the T-shirts. If you pre-ordered the T-shirt, oh, Kyle, you're they are amazing. out. Kyle That's has awesome. printed and sent them out. And my six-year-old loves her T-shirt. She wore it all weekend, Kyle. Uh, when you dropped awesome. them off, she wore it all weekend. Slept in it and everything. Uh, so yeah, you can still get T-shirts if you want, right, Kyle? There's, we, they can still order yeah. T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. you can the, still get T-shirts. Uh, you can send us your comments, suggestions, arguments whatever you want to info at finding If you like to email people, uh, you can also do all the social media at finding emo pod. That's it for us. We will catch you next time. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.